You are listening to the Primitive Intelligence Podcast, Season 2, Episode number 11. Yes, we, this is not a rerun. We, this is not a rerun. This is a, the tangent-filled... I don't know how much of that's going to stay in there. We talked about... Oh, you, um, could, you could cut a we, lot of We that talked out. about hiking, a little bit about work. We we told some old drunk stories, talked yep. about the mystery of elephant. We jumped all over the place. Which we normally do. We really do. But this one was significantly... Significant. Yes. Significantly more tangents in this one. You're going to have a lot to cut out. I am. This probably won't get posted until tomorrow sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. But we're here. You'll get it when I give it to you. And uh, if you missed us, we're sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's been a rough couple of weeks. But, you know, stay tuned because next week we'll talk about hiking and some old stories and um, some stuff like that, too. Yeah. All right. The Primitive Intelligence Podcast starts now. So it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, we've been uh, slacking, I guess. Just things coming up. Yeah, it's uh, kind of going by a little fast. Yeah, the, the fall, the end of the summer just flew, flew right by. Now we're in the the end of September already. Yeah, things. That's because it got it spiked and we got hotter, and now all of a sudden it went from higher than normal down to lower than normal. Yeah, and August was weird because it was it was cooler mm-hmm. than we we thought August was going to hit. We were just going to be. Doing nothing. Yeah, in you know, out of the the elements because it was going to be so hot, uh, and it turned out being the exact opposite. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was, and then all of a sudden, the last week, the first week of September, it, it shot straight up. Now we're down to more normal, uh, like seventies, and the trees well, have slowed down. You know so I, I did. Yeah, I woke up today though this morning and it was forty uh, something degrees. It was like forty yeah, to forty four at the it most. Was chilly, and I had the window <laughs> open in my room because I spring and fall. I love that because you open the windows and the house is just fit. It smells fantastic. You get all the air, fresh air. Yeah. But when you go to sleep and it's forty some degrees, you get a little, you get a little cool. Yeah, it's a little chillier. I mean, I haven't taken the AC out of my. Uh, no, I haven't either. My window yet, so I just been. I've got the, the curtains closed over it to just block the air from flowing through. But it's still getting a little chilly. I've got to think about taking it out, I guess. But I agree with your logic that normally it spikes once more. Usually. Usually. Yeah. Now, we're getting close to October, mm-hmm. and for a number of years now, going on 10 years, I've usually scheduled some kind of a, like, something around foliage, peak foliage, which is the first or second, sometimes the third week of October, but normally, you could see your breath. Yeah. And that's right around the corner, so. I could see it this morning. Yeah. When I walked into work, I, uh, <clears throat> I could see my breath, so. So, I'm expecting that... Um, Maybe I'll give it another week. Like this weekend, I'll leave it in. Then maybe next weekend I'll, I'll decide. Yeah, I've got a twitch in my eye, and it's freaking me out. It's oh, been, yeah? It's been doing it all day. That sucks. Yeah. I had one for years. Because it feels like like you should, you should be able to see my whole face going, <laughs> uh, you know. No, I had one with uh, an ex-girlfriend. Where everything was fine, but it was a combination of life and work and girlfriend and... I'm not sure exactly when it started, but this twitch in my left eye for years. And sometimes I would forget about it, and all of a sudden I'd just notice it. And then I'd be like, <laughs> and then I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Once you realize it's doing it, it's oh. like, oh, my God. 
please stop. We haven't done a lot of hiking. No, we've actually taken like two weeks off. Yeah. It's yeah. actually, well, I was thinking about it. It's only, we took a week off before, if we backtrack. Yeah. Last week I had nothing because it was crap. We, well, I did, I did a short hike on Friday. You collectively though, we yeah, haven't. That, we, yeah, didn't, we didn't really do anything. The week before that, we, I don't even remember what the hell we did. We were out, but we didn't do anything. We went to, oh, we went to Naog. That's right. Yeah. So was, I guess we were out. Yeah. We were at a party. And then the week before that. Oh, there was a there was there was a hike in there a couple of weeks ago. The week before that, I went to Kanzua Bridge on Friday, and then Saturday we went to. I remember I drove. Yeah, I did. I did drive because you, you drove. just drove that much that amount of time. Yeah, but it's just been weird. It's been different because it's only a couple of weeks, maybe a month at the most. But in the weekends, I've been waking up early. And, which I normally have, but for some reason my brain is actually, it's taken this long to say, hey, uh, why are you, you know, why are you taking your time to get up? Why are you waking up and checking the internet or checking the news or doing this or doing that? Or sometimes I just wake up and put music on. Yeah. And then the one, this is maybe three or four weeks ago, my body went, you're up. And I roll over and my body's like, no, you're you're going to stay up. And the, instantly I went, well, I wonder what time the sun's coming up. And I was gone. I, yeah. got, I jumped up, took a shower, and I was out the door. And now I've been doing that for a few weeks straight. Yeah. After life, I can't figure out what we did two weeks ago. I was I was sick that week. So I, I remember I went to Kinsua Bridge because uh, I knew there wasn't a lot of hiking trails. Uh, it was a, you know, just like a trail right around a bridge. Yeah. But it was the bridge is cool itself. So I wanted to go out to see that. And it was like a five-hour drive. Did we? You didn't explain that. Because did we explain that in the last two weeks ago? I don't know. Why don't you explain that? About, I'll, and I'll try to figure out where we were. About what, Kinsua? Yeah. Okay, so Kinsua Bridge uh, is, a, okay, Kinsua Bridge State Park is located out, uh, let's see, what is the little town there? Mount Jewett, Pennsylvania, uh, just outside of that. Uh, it's about two hours past Wellsboro. It's just on the east side of the Allegheny State Forest, and it's really not that far from Erie. Right, so you're... It's, Way out on your Your northern, state. central, northern, western. Northwestern. It's not close to central. Wellsboro. Wellsboro's central. Well, not even Wellsboro. Um, yeah, so the the park itself is basically based around a an old um, train viaduct that went across the Kinsua Gorge. It was at one time the largest... Um, and for people who don't know what a viaduct is, it's a big bridge. They can look it up. Yeah. Well, you would imagine if you say the viaduct that goes across the gorge, people go, oh, maybe it's a bridge. People might think we're talking about water. That would be an aqueduct. I know. Okay, so anyway, it was at one time the largest and longest railroad structure in the world, I believe. That's uh, at cool. least in the country, uh, maybe may in the world. Uh, over 2,500 feet long, I believe, and um, 301 feet tall. At its highest point, uh, it was built in the late 1800s. Originally, it was made out of wood. In the early 1900s, they simultaneously demolished and rebuilt the entire bridge out of steel. The only thing they did not replace were these anchor bolts that held the frame to the concrete footings at the bottom in the gorge. It's just scary that that was actually made out of wood at one time. Yeah, out of wood, and. 
the uh, yeah, when was it in two thousand six? Is that what I said? I can't recall. I think it was two thousand six. They were rebuilding, or not rebuilding, but they were renovating the bridge because you could go from one side to the other, and the state was putting like twelve million dollars into this project to renovate and just basically make sure everything was okay and to replace these bolts at the base of the the viaduct Mm -hmm. that had been there since the late 1800s well one day in the middle of summer storm rolled in the the crew was there and they said you know what we should probably call it a day because this looks like this is gonna be a pretty rough storm so we'll just come back tomorrow they left and a tornado ripped through the valley uh, and hit the viaduct and took out 11 of the 22 support towers that were there so while they were in the middle of of Fixing the, the, the weak point, uh, the tornado came. Now, it probably would not have withstood the tornado I anyway. I don't think so. so you know, not they, with a dead hit like that. No, they were saying it was the, the bolts that really are what gave way. But the they brought in experts, and they realized that the bridge got hit by th- wind from three separate directions at once. It lifted these structures, these 300-foot structures, steel structures, up off the ground, spun them around, and dropped them on yeah. the ground. And I'll post a couple pictures that I took because they left it's the, really cool. the devastation there. And they've got a sign there that says, you know, the Kanzua Bridge, you know, marvel of man's ingenuity and the power of nature side by side because, you know, the part that's still standing, the part that got destroyed. But so they, they just recently took the, the other section of the bridge that didn't collapse and they fixed that all up and they built a viewing platform out there. Some of the train the train tracks are still on there. Uh, they raised up the the very end by a foot, so now it's 302 feet. But there's a like a 10 by 10 or 12 by 12 glass floor. That's cool. And I was thinking of going, and because that, that's pretty cool. And I didn't know there was a glass floor in there. And then I, I just that morning I was looking up pictures and I saw the glass floor. And I, oh, I'm going, I'm going because I know it was too far for you to want to go for a day trip. And there's really I didn't know anything else out there to go look at to make it like a. a a longer trip. Yeah, for me, I'd want to go early. Like that's that's a kind of like six, seven a.m. kind of a thing for me. I was going to leave at about four. Yeah, but, I, see that that's for me is fine. I'm, yeah. It's it's when you do a trip like that and you're getting home and it's eight or nine at night. Yeah. Well, see, and I was also sick. Yeah. Uh, I had had I had some kind of. I thought it was food poisoning. Now that other people are actually getting the same thing, they're, they're getting the same. Exact oh, so it's got to be something else. Some kind of bug it was like a like a forty eight hour stomach virus or something. It was rough. Um, so I slept for like two days. Actually, the, they sent me home from work twice, two mm-hmm. days in a row because I was so sick. They're like, just go home. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, go home. You're doing. You're not doing any good here this sick. Just go home. So um, I woke up and I said, you know, I want to leave early, but I want to make sure that my stomach is up for that long of a trip. Because mm-hmm. after, you know. Yeah, you don't want to be throwing up while you're driving. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't the throwing up, but that wasn't no, the end. It either was way. Out of. Yeah. So I want to make sure I wasn't like three hours into a drive and then all of a sudden like, uh-oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I, I felt okay. And I got there. I only spent a couple hours there. But I wasn't expecting to spend a lot of time. Cause I just got a visual of you like stopping and then you have the, the damn commercial with the Charmin bears. And all of a sudden you <laughs> see you sneak in, push the bear out of the way. Get a toilet paper. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I went out there, I checked that out. Um, and I went to, I stopped in this little town called Smithsport, Smithsport, Pennsylvania, Smithsport, Smithsport, um, or is it Smithport, Smithsport, Smithsport, something like that. Um, 
and there was just this one spot you're driving through. There's the courthouse, and there was just a bunch of those historical markers. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll stop in town, which I, you know, I I love doing. I find these cool little towns, and I, you kind of look at me like, this is a town. What the fuck are you doing? I'll I'll stop. I'll get out. I'll walk down the street. I'll check out the stores. Just check out the town. I walked over, took some pictures of the sign, walked down the other block, checked everything out, walked back, got back in the car, and kept going. You know, and people are looking at me like, who the fuck is this crazy guy? But it's just to me, just well, going somewhere, uh, you know, and looking at something. You're a tourist. I'm an explorer. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's just weird because they're not really looking at you that way. It's just that no one else walks around a town anywhere anymore. They're usually like getting out of their car and walking five feet to go to a store. Yeah. When they see anyone walking around, they're like, something's, yeah, like the, something's the, wrong the with him. The local cops are watching me like, what's this guy? Yeah. What's he doing? You casing out the joint? No, I'm just checking out your town. I mean, how many times have we, when we've done that a few times, gone hiking and then gone for like a, a road trip after oh well, that's then, the best part yeah and i'll be like oh check out this little town i'll pull over and you just kind of look at me like what the fuck you do <laughs> well only because i normally don't do that kind of a thing but when you if you hike for 10 or 11 or 12 miles and then all of a sudden you get in the car and you're like let's just go somewhere yeah it's, it's kind of cool i've yeah. just never done that where i've just gotten in and just drove yeah oh, i love doing it so i checked out that little town um i stopped in wellsboro not right in wellsboro but because they were having some kind of a uh, like a thing, yeah, like a, a farmer's market or something, which is awesome. There's people everywhere. You know, I was, I was glad to see it, but there's just so many people around you couldn't stop. Um, and then drove back, and then when I got to Wellsboro, when I realized I'd been driving for two hours already, and I was still like three hours from home. Mm-hmm. When you get to Wellsboro, and that's you're almost home, you know you went for a ways. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> so I have three hours or so left on it my was, drive. It was a long drive, all on one road, all out Route Six. Which is, uh, you know, wherever you're listening from, if you've got a road like Route 6, which is, was the old main It goes highway. out to, it's, um, it's a, it's a, New York and Connecticut. I yeah, think, it is it? a, it's a, a country, it's a, what do they call that? Not, not a federal route, but a, it's a, it's not a state route. It's an actual. Route, yeah. National, it's like an interstate, but it's not an interstate. It's the old. It's the old, it's just a highway. So it goes, it winds through all these towns. It goes past all this weird stuff and, you know, um, just these cool little towns that sprung up on this road that prospered from it. And now that the highways are through, they're kind of abandoned. But there's some really cool stuff you can find in these towns. It's, it's really neat. Uh, after we've been doing this this past year, I really understand what <clears throat> people used to like about going on Route 66. Yeah. Like you always hear about people talking about doing that. And I always thought, oh, yeah. It's kitschy or whatever, yeah. but it's really nice where you just show up in a town and I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I really don't. I think it's part of our human nature to travel, to to be nomads to a certain point. Yeah, and I think that's why I like doing that so much because I will go out and I will go to these – I'll go to a little park that I find and then I'll go to the little town nearby and then I'll find like the, the, the spot that you wouldn't necessarily think – I'll usually ask somebody at the park, where's a good place to eat? Like, not like, where's the chilies or, the, you know, where's a good place to eat? Yeah, tell me where a diner is or a, yeah. like a mom and pop place. Yeah, and then they usually point you to some spot you wouldn't even know. Like, when we went to, um, we went to Lehigh Gorge a couple of weeks ago, wound up in, uh, what's, what's that town? White, Whitehaven? Yes, it was Whitehaven. Yeah, Whitehaven. And we went to that freaking restaurant that was slowly exploding, and there was <laughs> nobody in. And there, the guys, the chefs, got the neck brace on. 
was it was crazy. Well, but it was it was awesome. It was and crazy and it was awesome at the same time. We missed the diner by an hour or less. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of a good thing because we would have never been in there if the diner was open. Yeah, the diner was open. We would have been in the diner, and that place didn't even look like it was open. No. And well, no, there was that the, the di- oh, you mean the bar? The yeah, the, the restaurant, whatever you yeah, whatever, whatever it, was. it was called. Yeah, yeah, that was under like the owner. There was a sign on the door that said, "the the tax auction on the owner is not affecting our business." Please come. <laughs> so you know, like as soon as we walked in, that old dude took off. I'm like, "Ooh, here we go." Yeah, <laughs> it was it was very interesting because it clearly was opened in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And the reason we know this is because there was some art from the 80s. Yeah, the glass tile yeah. art. Of- Anybody remembers that time, it's, it's, it, it was some sort of an abstract art pieces mm-hmm. in different shapes, just generic blobs. Yeah, because I kept on looking right. at them. What, what the hell is that? And it was, the was there were shiny mirrored, different colored mirrored pieces like chips not actual whole meat like yeah like someone smashed glass on the ground and then just picked up the pieces and made a shape and made a shape in the wall in pink material whatever Mm -hmm. the pink material was so they were just random shapes it was it was different it was different definitely was different food was decent it was it was considering everybody had quit there's like one permanent employee that was working there now it it was a, a, a exact example of what happens to us when we just go explore, yeah. like you walk, we walked in there, sat down, and in the, before our dinner came out, we found out that one employee who was supposed to be there didn't show up and didn't want to ride. Yeah, and they were talking about going to get her, and she didn't want to be there, or or, or we they thought she didn't want to be there. Yeah, she was declining right. any kind of uh, assistance right. to get there. And then they said that apparently the bartender was the only one who was going to be working there. Yeah. And then they said that the chick, the, the, the kitchen staff, the entire quit. kitchen staff, and then the person who was cooking was a friend of the place, mm-hmm. and then he told us about the gas leak that they couldn't find. that they couldn't find. And while we're, while you're sitting there eating our dinner, eating our dinner, and the guy who owns the place is under some kind of tax, yes. So either he was trying to blow the building up, or, to, or the tax who knows money, for the insurance money, or the the kitchen staff got pissed and like, oh, we're just going to burn your place down. I'm guessing the kitchen staff weren't wasn't paid in a while, and they just said, screw it, we're gone. Yeah, because it's kind of weird that everybody just stops showing up. Yeah, well, that's what made me think that someone told that waitress, like, hey, don't, yeah, don't I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to work. You probably don't want to go there. So that was interesting. Yeah, figure out where we were. Okay. That we completely forgot. Where was that? So Mount Pisgah. Yes. That's the day that, it was the day after you went to uh, the bridge. And. um, No. No? No, 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 no. That was the day after you were sick? No, because that was the, that morning we were trying to figure out where we're going to go. Yeah. And that's when I first saw Mount uh, uh, Kinzua Bridge. We got to Mount uh, Pisgah. Oh, you're right. That was beforehand. And there was the plaque about um, Chief, um, can't remember his name. The Indian chief that, that got killed there, and they took his remains to Kinz- yeah. uh, Kinzu. So that and then so the that next was week before. Was, that was the week before. So, anyways, it was, that was a week before. Yes, but that was uh, Central North Central PA, and it was a nice little park. Both of them were. There's yeah. a state and a county park there. We didn't. We I, well, when we were looking this up on our websites, there were there was a mention of the state park. There was no indication there was a county park that I saw of. No. And it doesn't um, even show up on the maps. No, and the county park looks a lot more interesting than uh, it. 
oddly enough. I mean, the, the state park is beautiful, and we only really saw a part of it. There was other trails. We there, didn't have much time. No. By the time we got there, it was late afternoon. We were only there for a few hours. Yeah, because we kind of realized late that we were going there. So. I just needed to go somewhere, and I was, and you, you weren't driving, so I, I just got in the car and started to drive. Yeah. Which, as we do, and you're like, where are we going? I'm like, I have Miss Mopas guy. It's like we do that a lot. Yeah, like an hour and a half later or so. Yeah, there's Mount. I don't know. Maybe we're missing a weekend because it was Mount Pisgah, and then Kanzua, and then I'm looking at my pictures here, and then nothing for that week, and then this is where is this? This oh, that's um, where I was about ready to talk about the Merle Sinalski, uh, which yes. you went to. Uh, this is one that I went to earlier in the season, and I want to say May, June, somewhere around there. You went when I went down to my brother's. When I went to my brother's, that's when, when was you it? went. That was in May. That was May. Okay. Yeah. I remember it was just getting warm. It was just, it was in that, still a little cool, warm. I was in that stage where I'm like, do I wear jeans or do I wear shorts? It was kind yeah. of right around there. Yeah, because I remember I was right. I was coming back from there. And you had texted me that you were there, and I was like, I was trying to get back. Yeah, you know, yeah, in time, in time, and there's no way I was going to make it because I, I was just hanging out with my brother, so I didn't really. Time wasn't really a concern. I don't get to see my brother that much, so I was like, it's like if I if I leave early, then I leave early. But if you know we hang out for a little bit, then that's that's cool too. So and when I got there, and this is where I just walked out. My Jerry just left my house. I got there, and I just started walking around, and. um Basically, I just made a left when I saw a trailhead, and the trails are not well marked. Not well marked. They're not well used. I don't think so. There's not a lot of people. No, that park is really there for people to fish and to boat and boat the, and to swim. Cause it, it's a beautiful park. It is, and yeah. So you went there, and then I was last yeah. week. I, I cleaned the house. And I'm like, well, I'm, I really, I really think I just want to take the weekend. And I always do that, and it never happens. And so I'm sitting here, I get the house clean, I do all everything I'm doing, and I start getting hungry. So I'm like, you know, you know, what I could go for Five Guys Burgers mm. because the loading dock still isn't opened up again. Damn it! And the next best burger is is Five Guys. Um, They're really good. They are really good burgers. So. I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to deal with the people because that place is always slammed. And it's a Friday afternoon. I'm thinking I'm not I'm not getting in there. So I order online. I drive <laughs> over there. Order I walk in online. There's one dude sitting there eating a burger. I'm like, you know, I could have just walked in and I could have been it would have been just as fast. You'd have to understand the location. It's a weird spot for the place to be. It's a, it's a 70s plaza. Right. Uh, and in, in Dixon City, Pennsylvania, right on the edge of Scranton, when they used to build shit fucked up. Well, and here's the thing. The road, the main – well, it's – it's, it's Route 6. It, it's Route 6 and uh, – sorry about that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Route 6, which is a main highway. But it is now. Yeah. It, I mean, it was back then when it was built. When yeah. this plaza was built, though, the, there wasn't but as much traffic. The entrances they put in that place are made for horse and buggy. There are ramps. Yeah. Like if you hit it's that, not a ramp. No, but it's it's a cut. They cut <laughs> open the sidewalk, barely wider than a car, and you've got to get you. in there from like forty miles an hour to a dead stop. Imagine something that you would see, like the Dukes of Hazard jumping. That's, Luke Skywalker trying to shoot that freaking opening. That, 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 that's that's, what that's exactly what it is. That's why I don't go there because whenever I go. It's either that I can't make a turn, there's traffic, or I can't slow down. You can't stop because <laughs> yeah, you're. It's impossible. 
it's a major roadway, so you can't stop and make the right. So I, I very rarely go there. Yeah. If that was somewhere else, I'd be fine. Yeah, you, yeah. So I got in there, got my burger, and I left. And I was going to go out to uh, uh, Prompton uh, State Park, which is right out Route 6. Yeah, I think that might be the number one park for this year. Yeah, Prompton is that's a great place. Actually, I, I might go there on Friday. Get up early Friday morning, go there and hit the falls. But anyway, so I was going to go out there. Yeah, there's been a water. But Route 6 is split. There's Business 6 on one side of the valley, and then on the opposite side of the valley is the Casey Highway, or the 6 Bypass. The 6 Bypass you get on, that's like an interstate. Mm-hmm. It's two lanes either way, ramps, exits, you just go. And then you bypass all the little towns, and then you get out to the other side of Carbondale, and then you've only got like maybe 10 miles before you're at Prompton. But from Five Guys, you're on business six. Yeah. So now you've got to weave your way through the death maze. That and it really is a weave. Like you're zigzagging up, over, through, around. It's like Mad Max on pavement. It's nuts. And there was cars zigging and zagging almost under. Like the one guy, his, I swear to God, his bumper was under the bumper of my Jeep. You know where everyone's bumper. going? Nowhere. Shopping. That's, that's, nowhere. that's the whole. That's everything on there is just is just yeah. malls and stores. So I made it as far as German, on on business six, and I I went fuck this. I'm not dealing with these people. I I'm just going home. So I, I get off the little kind of half ass ramp that they have on business six to get the German, and as I'm making a turn into onto 107, I go wait a second. Merle Snosky's not yep. that far from here. So let me go find. it. I don't know exactly where it is, but I know it's. Right. It's not far. It's between it's 107 and 106. I know yeah. that. So I drove up. I actually missed the turn the first time, and I went up and came back around on the other side of 106. It's like that little road, Chapman Lake Road, that it runs off of. So I, I came. I kind of made a big loop, but it doesn't matter. I was out for a ride anyway. I didn't give a shit. And I get there, and there's a crazy-ass 70s park entrance they got. It looks like you're going into an industrial park. It really looks like you are going into some warehouse that's been abandoned for 30 years that's exactly it just yeah. looks there should be old trucks sitting on the side of the road yeah and zombies that, that, coming out it's, honestly when i went the first time i went up there it's a giant hill and the the pavement's never been fixed up in a long time no it's probably so the original pavement i started going up this thing and i expected to just come out at a plateau where there was an old giant warehouse building that's been destroyed and kids have raves and shit like that and yeah that's what it seems that's like. what i thought i was going yeah. into and then you come up to the top and there's this huge parking lot. There's sign, like brand new signs. You can tell they're obviously in the process of rejuvenating this park. So some of the things have been updated. Some things not so much. So I pulled up. There's just this huge parking lot. There's one car in there. There's a pavilion. There's a, and there's signs for like a beach and stuff. I'm like, I, I'm just going to park and I'm going to. I When I get somewhere like that, I'd rather be on foot so I can kind of look around, take my time. So I go over to the pavilion. I eat my lunch. I go look at the little map they got there on the side of the Brady Bunch bathroom they got there and i see the road keeps going down and from the parking lot you would never know that road no it looks like it's like a restricted area yeah you would think you're going into the park office or where they keep their plows where they keep their plows Mm -hmm. yeah so you're walking down and then all of a sudden there's a lackawanna county mounted uh, lackawanna county sheriff's mounted unit i had i sent you that picture when i first saw it and i'm like i'm like like a mounted unit. I, I've never seen a Mountie in Pennsylvania. And why are they located there? Yeah, like, why is that I, their headquarters? It's weird. Yeah, it I have really never is. seen a mounted cop. I, I've seen them. I've seen mounted police in Canada. I've seen them in Ireland. I've never seen one. No, I've never. But in Pennsylvania, there are horses there because I saw the tracks. Yeah, I didn't see any horses. 
So I walk down. I see the lake. Right? There's a little bog area there. I, well, I see the trail that cuts across. And then I see the lake, and there's another trail that goes alongside that. So I walk down to the, the bog area that they have it labeled as. And I, I look at that, and oh, this is pretty cool. And then I walk a little bit further, and I see all these new picnic tables. Like 30 picnic tables with signs that say, don't, don't park here. <laughs> so how, okay. how Don't park to, on the picnic table. How are you supposed to get to the picnic tables? But So I'm walking, and I, I walk over to the edge of the lake because now you're, it's actually like the, the clear water. And I'm standing, and I'm looking, and I hear, like, the, the unmistakable sound of an oar on a boat. Like, dunk, dunk. And I look up, and there's it's this old dude. a great sound. Yeah. There's this old dude in the boat, and I see him messing around with something. And he's, I'm like, okay. So he's fishing. And I start hearing this really loud, what sounds like Celtic music. And, like, that's, I look over, and all I see is a pickup truck. And the one, the lower lot, just a picnic truck, a pickup truck. And I'm looking, I'm going, that's a weird kind of music to be blasting in a park. But, oh, We'd never experienced okay. it before, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, all right. So I, I keep walking down that way and see what's down there. And I see two people sitting at a picnic table. And I get a little closer and I realize that they're they're an older couple, maybe late 50s, early 60s. And the the wife is got a comforter because it was a little chilly. Mm-hmm. It, was in, it was in the 60s. She's got a comforter on. And she's sitting at the picnic table wrapped up in this comforter. And as I, I walk a little further, I see... The the husband, a little bit heavier guy, he's got long white hair, he's got a beard, all just white, and I, he's kind of sitting funny. And I'm like, what the, what, what's he doing? And I realized that they're not blasting Celtic music. This dude is playing the bagpipes masterfully. That, that's just awesome. Like it was a recording. It was, it was the... I've never heard – I've heard bagpipes before, but not often. I would venture to say that was the best bagpipe player I've ever (laughs) seen live. And he just kind of looked up at me, and I I looked at him, and I was kind of like in awe. I was like, like, uh, bagpipes. And I kind of – I just nodded my head like, keep going. Don't let me bother you. And I I slowed down because I walk kind of fast. So I slowed my pace down, and I kind of walked by, and I just – I watched, and I listened. And his wife was just – had no idea I was even there. And all I could think was, here's this, this elderly couple who knows how long they've been together. And here they are sitting at a park on a nice fall day, and he's playing bagpipes for his wife. Yeah, he's serenading her. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, this is awesome. I'm not going to bother them. I walked down around the corner so I wasn't, like, like intruding on their side. And I just kind of stopped and I listened. And I'm like, this is really cool. And I, I followed the trail around the lake. And he must have had a couple different instruments there because at one point it sounded like he was playing a flute and there was the bagpipes, but it was just echoing through the woods around this lake, coming across the water. And I'm like, this is really cool. It was, it was kind of surreal because they're, they're, they're like a rhododendron woods. So I walk all the way around the lake and I come around the other side and there's a little dock there. And I walk down to the dock and there's the guy who was in the boat. And I walk out and I'm like, uh, I'm like oh, are you catching anything? He's like, well, a couple little things. And I walk out there, and he's, I'm like, that guy can play a mean set of bagpipes, huh? He's like, is that what he's playing? <laughs> so we start talking about that for a minute, and then he turns, he says, he goes, yeah, I, I put a new board in that boat. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I thought it had that fixed. And I kind of look over, and I can see that the seat, it's like a little bass boat with the raised seat. Yeah. And this, the seat is laying, leaning over. It's not attached anymore, and there's a board on the bottom. <laughs> he goes, I got it fixed last night when I was in the garage. I came out here. I got halfway out in the lake. 
the thing broke off. I was wound up in the water. That would suck. So we're talking about that for a few minutes. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to I'm gonna keep going. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Enjoy the rest of your fishing. You, you have a good day. And he just seemed surprised. That you said that. I was, yeah. yeah, that was just being, and I, I'm, he's like, you know what? You too. You have a great day. And I walked away and he just kept fishing and there's music playing from across. And I walked back, came around the lake, went back up to the car. And I thought that was, that was an interesting day. Right That's there. really interesting. It was more interesting than my, my experience there. I had a good experience, but I just wandered off into the woods and there are a lot of different trails. Some are horse trails. Some are just I think maintenance trails, very, there were more than a few times where I lost the trail. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then uh, I got to a point where it travels down back towards the river and or the lake. And I didn't want to go that way. So I went the other way and I crossed over the top of the mountain. And then all of a sudden it, it slowly goes down and then all of a sudden it has to go straight back up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. topography there is interesting. Yeah. And I, I was, uh, it got humid under that canopy. And by the time I got back to the top, I was destroyed. I was, and now I did get sick the next day. So maybe I had something. I was yeah. coming down with something, but it beat the hell out of me. Yeah. Cause I remember all summer you saying, you, you mentioned that park yeah. and you'd be like, I really don't want to go back there. No, I'm like, like mm-hmm. that place kicked mm-hmm. my ass. I don't want to go back there. And now you've been with me where we've hiked straight up mountains. Oh yeah. Yeah. But this I, I thing, think it had something to do with you. You were, you oh, were getting was, sick. It was just where, like, you'd go up a little bit, and then you'd turn and go up a little bit, and then you'd turn, and it just, oh, it was just hell. It was bad. Yeah. Well, not not everywhere we go has well-defined trails. Mm-mm. The weird thing is I saw bike tracks on that trail, and I'm, I know, I mean, whoever was on that bike was a true athlete because I don't know how the hell you would bike that, that trail. It would be interesting to go back there now after all summer of the hiking we've been doing and mm-hmm. seeing – like you get through that trail, and you go, "What the hell was that all about?" It was easy. I'll do it like now, where it's cool. Yeah, I oh, think part of it was that it was really humid and hot. Yeah, see, that was a weird thing because up here it was humid and hot. But down mm-hmm. my brothers, it was it was kind of cool. I remember that because I was I was camping out my brothers because he has that pond, so I was camping by the pond. Yeah, and like I was I was tired. I was ready to go to bed. My brother went to talk, and like I said, I don't see my brother much, so I'm like I'm trying to like not. Fall asleep. Like, yeah, and we're standing there, and I'll, I just remember shivering, and I could see my breath. And he's talking. I was like, I'd been drinking some beers, and I'm like, I just want to lay down. And yeah. I just want to go to bed. <laughs> Where's the blanket? Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. So getting away from the hiking, because we you know, have to do an hour or something. Yeah, we're an hour yeah. on hiking. Um, well, no, maybe a half hour on hiking. All right. Um, so in the, the town of Oliphant, there is a... Um, what they call the mystery of elephant. And I think I've showed you this. You told me about this a long time ago, and that might have been the first time I heard of it. Yeah, I I don't even know how I found out about it. I, I found it online, and this was years ago. Um, and then it, it popped up again not too long ago, and I was looking at it. And basically it's, it's this guy who says that uh, the town of elephant, if you look at the original blueprint for the town of elephant, it was shaped like the Sphinx, and that the height of the town of Elephant at sea level is exactly double the height of the Great Pyramid. And all the churches in the town of Elephant, if you overlay 
the just the churches and you plot their positions, they are lined up exactly like the constellation of Orion, and that the uh, original founders of the town of Elephant had uh, something to do with uh, they were all into Egyptology and all this stuff, and that there was a buried pyramid in the town of Elephant. Wasn't there some sort of portal too? Yes, at the what they call the um, the the anchor, which is on the other side of the river from Elephant. It's actually uh, Blakely that the anchor is in, but they keep saying it's Elephant because the anchor is from the ship that was cap- uh, captained by this uh, Captain Blakely. That's oh. why that section of the town is called Blakely. I didn't know that. And not Peckville. When he says anchor, it's a massive, it's, it's an anchor. massive anchor. It's, it's like 12 feet tall. It's a big, yeah. it's like a warship, like a World War II ship style anchor. Um, so I, I saw it the other day and I'm like, I got to flip through this again and read it. And they say that the anchor is um, the same anchor that was seen by, like, some famous abductee, like, back in the 50s. Oh, my God. And when she was abducted. And that there's a portal to another dimension above this anchor. Well, so if you're going to put a portal somewhere. That's where you put it. Well, listen, if you're so, looking for directions, they're going to say make a right at the anchor. That's where you're going to put the portal. That's where you're going to put the portal in because that's, you know, it's the closest place. So I'm telling – one of the guys that I work with lives in Elephant. So I'm like, I'm like, have you ever heard about the mystery of Elephant? He goes, oh, is that that guy? And I'm like, yeah. So this other guy comes over and he goes, I met that guy. No way. And I go, really? He goes, I installed his cable. He's like, he moved. He had to move out of the town. Because well. all that. And he said, he goes, you know, I said, it's funny because when you read that website, if you just look up the mystery of Elephant, you'll find this website. And the website is written like this is all fact. Like, this is everything they're saying isn't just, like, conjecture. No, this is fact. Like, they have – somebody has proof. And he said the guy is out of his mind. Um, and he's, I says, well, yeah, I've seen the site. He goes, no, no, no. His living room is lined with tinfoil. Oh, he's that kind he's of that out of his kind mind. kind of out of his mind, yeah. So I thought that's, that's pretty funny that somebody actually um, met this guy and um, he's at – He's like at, six degrees. That's really yeah. kind of – now the the um, I've done because you know this stuff just fascinates me when people say this because the evidence is right there. All you gotta do is go look for it. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the churches in Elephant and I put them from like Google Earth and I looked and they don't line up anything no. like the the stars of Orion and then the uh, buried uh, pyramid that used to be uh, on the uh, on the wherever east side of town yeah um, was just a comb pile. And the comb, for people who don't know, is just the the, the diggings and the, the basically the trailings uh, that were left over by mining. So the guy just needed some help. Yeah, because it, it used to look like when you looked at it, it was I mean, comb piles are piles of stone. So they are tiny at the top and they're wide at the bottom. It looks you, from an angle yeah, kind of like if you drive down okay, the highway, that's all you see. That's all you see are these giant and there's trees growing on them now, yeah. but. You can if you look through the trees, you can, you see, can see the the old coal. It's yeah. still there. Yep. So, so debunked. Debunked. And then the anchor is no portal. The the anchor isn't uh, from a spaceship. It's from a warship, and um, it has no no um, kind of paranormal properties. properties. No, it just came off of a warship. Yeah. So, yeah. Unless that warship was from the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. Uh huh. That can be. That's the that's where the anchor the ship is still there. Uh-huh. The anchor, oh, the anchor is through the portal. 
So you have so to climb ship, down. Yes. There's a ship that lost its anchor in the Bermuda Triangle, and it wound up in. And it's still attached. Oh. See, the, uh, that's probably they're probably back in the 50s that it, that ship. It's and probably still there. They can't move. No, not gotcha. 50s, but 40s. They're gonna they're gonna finally get it one day, and they're gonna say, "Well, who painted my anchor gold?" Or they're gonna try to lift the anchor, and then they're gonna suck through, and there'll just be a giant anchor in the street or a giant, giant ship, ship in the That'd street. That'd be awesome. That really would be. It <laughs> wind up in the river. They like, take up all river. Uh, That'd be great. On on that note, I'll uh, say this since it's kind of related to podcasts. Uh, this weekend, Kevin Smith's new movie Tusk is coming out. Oh, that's right. Now, uh, I've been following Kevin Smith because I work in a cube, and um, <laughs> you need to have white noise because there's so many people talking. So you're saying Kevin Smith is white noise? I'm I'm saying anything is white noise if you don't okay. want to hear the people around you. But no, <laughs> Kevin Smith has a number of podcasts, and the one he has with, uh, I think this was with his old producer, Scott Mosier. Um, but I, heard, I remember this at the time. They were talking about a... Um, article i think from the uk can't really recall you guys will have to listen to it you really should listen to it because it's it's fascinating but they had this article where there was a um a guy who put an article in the paper and said i you know i'm retired i have a big house i used to sail the seas and i was stranded with a walrus and he was my closest companion later on i think he was stranded whatever then later on he said you could be a free room and board but in order to get this free room and board, you have to have so many hours per week in a walrus costume and yada, yada, yada. And then they were just joking around talking about this. And as the evolution, like we're sitting here bullshitting, yeah. they started talking about why, what about this? What about this? What about this? And then later it turned into this idea where this guy comes over, the, the, the old guy convinces someone to come over and basically turns the person into a walrus surgically. Yeah. And um, so that's coming out this Friday. And I it's a limited release, so I didn't think it'd be here. But I checked, and it is going to be here. Is it? Yeah. Well, so I know what we're doing this weekend. I am I'm would like to go Friday. I don't know what the hours are. But you got to figure, a movie like that, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people going to it. You never know. But I mean, Kevin Smith's a pretty, pretty popular guy, so. I'd go. If it was at a reasonable time on a Friday... And yeah, if it's only one showing, you that's what I'm saying. What time it, it is, yeah. yeah, there might only be like one or two a night because I doubt it's going to be on more than one, the one screen. Yeah. Well, let's figure, find out what time. Well, I, I want to go. Yeah. Just to see it. So that and anyone out there who is listening, you, you just Google that shit and you know Tusk, um, Go- Kevin, Google that shit, <laughs> Kevin Smith, Tusk podcasts. Smodco, something like that, and uh, it's Smodcast. Uh, Smodcast, yeah, Smodco or Smodcast, yeah. yeah. But it's it was really a, I I remember it distinctly because I remember being at work and being so distracted that I was fascinated. I stopped actually being stressed and thinking about work because I was soaked into this podcast. So I'm, I'm it'll be really interesting to see. So we're gonna wrap it up for this. Uh, let's see, the eleventh episode of season two. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird. Call it skipping around. Stop doing stupid Shannon Rooks. I don't want to die. That's all I'm going to say about that this week. Yeah, you, I agree. Yeah. So be safe. Be good. Thanks for listening. I'm Kurt. I'm Rocco. Later. Bye.
We did go somewhere. To... I remember I drove. Yeah. So that, and anyone out there who is listening, you, you just Google that shit and, you know, Tusk. Um, Go- Kevin. Google that shit. <laughs> uh, if you want to still watch that 730 movie, <laughs> I'm going to have to well, get some coffee in hey, me. 